are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Thursday, finally have the podcast up in the morning. Hope you're doing well. We've got a couple of things to cover today. Wes Unseld is the Wes Unseld Jr. I should say is the hot name in the coaching circles right now after what the Denver Nuggets have done. I've got a very good profile on him for you. I dove deep into this guy because I am convinced that he might be the right guy for New Orleans to hire. He might not be the front runner for this job. He might be the front runner for another job. We'll give you an update on his coaching style, why he would fit here, but Are the Pelicans going to be able to get him? And then I said in yesterday's show, we're going to talk about it. Why you don't trade Drew Holiday. I've got a bunch of reasons. It's just going to be these two topics on the show because I'm going to probably go long on all of these. So the middle segment's going to be split up just a little bit. So let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So before Wes Unsell Jr., so uh, quickly, we've got Zion Williamson making the all-rookie first team. There's no real surprise there. Even with the lack of minutes and games played, that award tends to be more like, who's the best? Not rookie of the year. We've gone over the difference. Don't need to go over that again either. So that's pretty cool. Then on the uh, yesterday, they announced the all-NBA teams. Brandon Ingram received one second-place vote, uh, second-team vote, and two third-team votes. So not enough to get on there, but cool that he's getting votes and in the conversation conversation showing that he's kind of growing in terms of respect around the league and people really see that he can be a very good player and it would not shock me if he takes a bit of another step that he ends up making maybe third team next season particularly with the value of wing play around the league so very cool to see both of them getting some well-deserved recognition so Wes Unseld Jr., this is going to be the, you know, it changes week to week, right? Who's the hottest coaching name right now? It was Dan Craig for a little bit with the Miami Heat and everything he's done, but it is most definitely, most definitely Wes Unseld Jr. right now. He's going to get a head coach job, uh, one of these jobs that are out there. It's likely going to be with the Chicago Bulls, too, because their new uh, vice president of basketball operations, Karnasovas, has previously worked and was hired away from the Denver Nuggets, where Wes Unseld Jr. has been for the past five years, four years. So it is no surprise that he is being heavily linked there. And he actually would be a really good fit there, I think, and makes a lot of sense. But this is a guy that seems like he's ready to take the leap, become a head coach. He likely would have success wherever he goes, as long as it's the right situation. So while the Pelicans probably aren't the front runner for him right now, and it's probably the Chicago Bulls because they're a little bit further on in their head coaching search, but He would be a great fit, I think, in New Orleans. So if they want him, they probably need to move a little bit faster and at least get an interview with him. And look, I think this Pelicans coaching job, and I mean this in a non-homer way, is more appealing than the Chicago Bulls. Zion will do that. Brandon Ingram will do that for you, even though they have some talent there in Chicago. So Wes Unsell Jr. going to the Denver Nuggets, and he's been around the league a good bit. He's been with Washington and other places as well. He's kind of been their defensive guru, their defensive assistant, uh, and de facto defensive coordinator for the team. 
that's good. If you're looking to really improve on that side of the ball here in New Orleans, they need to get better on that side of the ball. We've seen it. What they were doing this past season just didn't end up having the results that they want. If you thought their defense was good, it showed improvement, yes, but that fell apart in the bubble, and some of that plan just doesn't seem like it was working, and some of it, as Zach Lowe's pointed out for ESPN, might just be due to variance that teams were missing a large number of three-point attempts against New Orleans, even if those shots were wide open, and then when they start making them, you get burned. Now, this is a defense employed a lot by the Milwaukee Bucks, and it worked for them until it doesn't like when they ran into the Miami Heat. So I think maybe you do need to come up with a more consistent, at times, defensive strategy. What's on sale Jr. is probably the guy to do that. He's good with uh, player development, having brought along a lot of those young guys there in New Orleans, but defensively, kind of scheming and drumming things up, holding the uh, Los Angeles Clippers, there we go, to under 100 points in these final two games or t- uh, two elimination games is a really freaking big deal. That's a good offensive team. And so he's schemed against them right. They run a very aggressive defense, and I think that works particularly in the playoffs where you just blitz the pick and roll and try and force the ball handler to make a decision. Don't let these guys get comfortable. Similar-ish to what New Orleans tried to do against the Portland Trailblazers in the year that they swept them. So running a scheme like that, I think, can work. You probably still need to have Drew Holiday here, which ties into what the next part of the show is going to be when we talk about why you keep him. So the defensive scheme, I think, could really fit here and he coaches to that but more than that it really does seem like he is open to coaching different ways and I think that's a really big thing he says that you've got to put a lot of accountability and pressure on your players essentially to go out and play the defense if you get good guys here and you build a good relationship with them ask them what they think they can execute because you don't want to force a defensive system on the players if it's not something they're capable of doing So if he comes in here and realizes, hey, that system won't work, let's run something different, and you find the right system for it, I think that's great. You just don't come in with a plan already and be like, it's going to be this and make these guys fit it when they – or try to fit it when they don't. That is a very appealing type of coach to me when you can kind of realize that it doesn't – what you normally want to do doesn't work, and then you can adapt to that on the fly. That's a really big thing. Being the son of an all-time great NBA player and Wes Unseld also probably helps him understand the dynamics in a locker room and different things like that. But he seems like he would fit. So we'll go on more about him here in the next segment of Locked On Pelicans. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes, Fiat, Fiat Kia, Nissan, Ford, GM, I I go on and on and on. Models, you could also throw a million things in there. It's basically impossible to stock all of the parts you need at a traditional chain storefront. Why endure the often pointless and seemingly intimidating questions? Is your car an XL, EX, LX, whatever those all mean at times? And wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry, and then you're going to pay the price with that. You have a computer with access to rockauto.com at home and even in your pocket on your phone. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They're going to have everything you need from engine control modules, brake pads, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpeting for your car. Whether it's your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need and a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You just click on the make of your car, the model, and basically it's going to show you all the parts available for your specific year and 
trim. You can quickly see just everything you need for your vehicle, then choose the brands, specifications, and prices. Yes, prices that you prefer because best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So while we're talking about coaches today and we're going to be talking about Drew Holiday today, don't forget I want to do the listener NBA mock draft big board. Send me your top 13 at least prospects, top 15, top 20, whatever it is. Put them in order. Send it to me on Twitter at Nola Jake. You can email it to me. It's lockedonpels at gmail.com. You can even DM me at, on Twitter at Nola Jake. My DMs are open for these that sorts of things. So let me know who your top 15 guys are. We're going to put together a locked on Pelicans draft big board with the listeners and we'll put them out there. You'll get a shout out on a lot of these as well. So send them over to me. 15 guys in the order you like them, whether that includes fit or just best player available. Do your thing. We'll come to a consensus. I'll, I'll take a look at the numbers and we'll get a locked on Pelicans listener big board. So continuing to talk about Wes Unsell, junior assistant coach for the Los, uh, the Denver Nuggets. Definitely not the Los Angeles Clippers because uh, one of them's coaching, one of them still, and one team is out right now. I, I We talked about how he kind of can adapt his scheme to the players, and that's kind of the philosophy and approach he takes. But it also goes into that accountability thing that we've talked about and that we've really wanted to see from whoever the next Pelicans head coach is going to be. And here's the quote from Unsell Jr. The worst thing you can do defensively is ask a guy to do something they can't do. And we've got guys who have enough credibility to where you can ask them. Well, how do you want to handle the situation, get some feedback, put the onus on them, and the more ownership they take is great for all of us, end quote. He's letting them kind of choose what they think it might be, and then they need to go out and execute, and if they can't, then they probably need to try something different. But soliciting that feedback, having that be part of that family atmosphere, the collaborative atmosphere, which they're trying to build inside the Pelicans organization, but also then having accountability. If you say that we want to do it like this, you better do it, Right. The Pelicans did that to some degree last season with Jeff Bizdalek and Drew Holiday and J.J. Reddick going to him and saying, I think it'd be better if we do all of these sorts of things. But having a guy that really kind of embraces that and then teaches that from the top down and is the head coach who's kind of building his relationship and trust with these guys at that level, I think is a really good sort of thing. And when Paul Millsap signed as a free agent, this comes from a profile of Wes Unseld at the DNVR.com, which is a really cool media company there in Denver. When Millsap arrived, Unseld sat him down and showed the four-time All-Star film of where he could improve on the defensive end of the floor. And Millsap said that established our relationship, established trust, which is important because if he tells us to do something on the defensive end, we need to trust that it's going to work out. So if he wants to impress in this interview, if he gets an interview with the Pelicans, come in showing specifically how these guys can improve defensively. Remember when Alvin Gentry got the job getting and brought in charts and graphs of how they can use Anthony Davis more and get the most out of him offensively? Do the same thing, but customize it to the defensive side of the ball for a number of these guys. And I think that could be a really great way for one him to get the job, but to start his tenure off here with these guys, particularly when you might have a bit of an extended offseason and you can start meeting them, working out with them, getting into a regimen and all of those different things right off the bat. I kind of love everything that he brings to the table, If you're, especially if you're looking to kind of do that on the defensive side of the ball. If you can do it while keeping Chris Finch as your lead assistant, which I don't know if he will. He wants a head coach job, obviously, and if he doesn't get 
this one gets passed over for it. It's almost a little insulting for him to stay, right? I don't know if ego and pride can really let that happen. But while Unseld's known as a defensive guy, he spent time with the Wizards, the Golden State Warriors, the Orlando Magic. You've seen that defense improve. And really, their defense was, again, so aggressive. But he's got his roots in scouting. And as a guy who's been around a lot, he's learned a lot. And you've got to really, really like that. And the fact that he's worked with so many young guys, developing them, particularly with the Denver Nuggets, yeah, it's going to make you feel really good about Wes Unseld Jr. being the potential head coach for the New Orleans Pelicans. All right, let's shift gears. We'll start it off in this segment, and it'll continue on in the third, and that's then where we're going to end the show. But why you don't trade Drew Holiday? I could come up with a lot of reasons, but I've really boiled it down to a couple, and I'm not going to number them or do it like that. But a lot of people want to trade him, and, and I get it. You know, the, he doesn't seem to fit the Pelicans timeline at age 30. You've got guys that are really super young, Brandon Ingram being 22, Zion Williamson being 19, Nikhil, Jackson Hayes, all of those guys. It's just there, there's an age gap there. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they're on a bit of a different timeline because, frankly, they all want to win right now. And if you can get into the playoffs next year, you're all on the same timeline, in a sense. Development-wise, it's different, but that doesn't matter. People still want to trade him because he's the most valuable asset right now that the Pelicans could trade and you could conceivably get a lot for him. Frankly, it sounds like the Minnesota Timberwolves, according to Ben Beacon, we talked about it yesterday, would trade him for the number one overall pick. That's not an unappealing thing to get for a player. We love first round picks. The number one overall pick is always a good thing. But this is where, and I mentioned this yesterday too, one of the main reasons why I wouldn't trade Drew Holiday, at least right now, this isn't a great draft. Send me your big boards. Are you going to be really thrilled about anyone you put in the top 10, top three? Maybe LaMelo Ball, maybe Anthony Edwards. I'm not sold on James Wiseman. Don't know if that's the right fit, but I'm not as sold on those guys as I was on Zion last year as some of the other number one overall picks we've seen over the past couple of seasons too. So one of the reasons why I'm not high on trading him is you're just not getting the exact right value. Yes, a first-round pick is a first-round pick, and the number one overall pick is the number one overall pick, but compared to other number one overall picks, not that good. That means that asset is devalued even just slightly, and I want to get as much of a return for Drew Holiday as I'd be able to. And if there's draft picks involved for this, this upcoming draft, November 18th now, you're not getting it. That's a bit of a problem to me. You want to maximize your return, particularly because you should be able to get a decent return for Drew Holiday. So trading him away for less than what he's worth or less than what the top value I can get for him on the trade market is, I'm not appealed by that. And I think that's what you're looking at in a scenario where there's draft picks involved. So that one out of the way, we'll talk about a couple more reasons why I come in up here in the next segment of Locked On Pelicans. Don't forget, subscribe to Locked on Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from. The only daily Pelican show bringing you everything you want to know about the team in the association overall. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Reasons why not to trade Drew Holiday. Look, there are reasons to move him. We talked about it. The, the age thing kind of being on a bit of a different timeline is your most valuable asset. And if you're looking to slow things down a little bit and not try and get into the playoffs next season, well, then, yeah, you don't need Drew Holiday. And you may as well move him for assets. But part of the reason why you don't trade him is get into the playoffs. There's no reason not to at least attempt it. The West is going to be stacked. Yes, but the West is probably going to be stacked for a long time. So what's the point in delaying it two or three years? You should start that incremental growth right now. I truly believe that. Look at what the Denver Nuggets did. Look at what a number of other teams have done. That that incremental growth is a really, really big deal. 
So try and make it the playoffs because you know what? Drew Holiday is a good player. If you're trying to get them to focus on defense and be a a better defensive team and better on that side of the ball, you probably want to have Drew Holiday working with some of these young guys on that, just making things a little bit easier for them and allowing them to grow into that. If you throw them into the fire and it's like, be good defensively now, they're not going to be. But things become incrementally easier with Drew Holiday. The young guys praise him. This is another part of it. He works out with them in the offseason. He brings them to his home. They do workouts together. That builds some team chemistry, some friendship, which is an important thing too. But frankly, it's like a guy keeping an eye on a young kid. That's almost what you want, right? So this is a very good thing, having him kind of be that leader for the team. Who is it otherwise? Brandon Ingram doesn't look like he's going to be that vocal leader that we necessarily want and need or even that quiet leader. Who knows about Zion just yet, but Drew Holiday is at least giving you some of those pieces that you need to let these guys learn how to be a st- you know, pros. How do you become an NBA player, a good NBA player? Drew Holiday is clearly doing some things right. Let's keep him here to help those guys kind of learn that. And if you keep him and you're trying to make the playoffs, it's breeding a culture of winning or building a culture of winning is maybe a better phrase. Look at what happened with the Sixers and they didn't go through with the full on you know, process plan. But guys got to learn how to win and they need to be in winning situations. It's just kind of a fact that we've seen in the NBA might take them a little bit, certainly, but you want that. And if they're not able to, I don't know what that means and bodes well for them. The Lakers players who are going to be in their third and fourth and fifth years haven't made the playoffs. They want to taste that. They want that. Give that to them and help them grow alongside with it. So Drew Holiday is an important part of that. Because if you trade him, I don't know if you're looking to make the playoffs next season because he'd be the best player going out in a trade. You might get more assets that make up for it, but he'd be the best player in that deal. And if you don't get, if you're losing the best player, what's it say about where you're headed? What's it saying? What's the message that it sends to those young guys as well? So finally, another part of this is if you make a trade for him, partially because his salary is pretty high in the 30s, that It's tough to kind of make the money work, likely meaning you're going to be taking some long-term money back. Does anyone cool with like a a so-so player on a three-year deal? Part of the reason you're trading Drew Holiday is to not lose him for nothing, basically, with that player option or whatever he ends up doing with it, and you don't want to let him walk and not get anything in return. But that doesn't mean you're comfortable bringing in a guy on a three- or four-year deal in eating up a bunch of your cap space when the cap doesn't look like it's going to increase as much as we thought it was going to be, if at all, over the next couple of years because of this COVID pandemic, that long-term money right now looks even worse than it would have been otherwise. So I don't want to trade him out if it means we have to bring in a dude on $8 million a year for three or four years. That's not what you want to try and be doing here, especially with the flexibility that some of these young guys in their low contracts provide you. I'm not excited about that. What so... Ever And frankly, I see value in trying to make the playoffs next year and being competitive. So all of those reasons are why I don't think they should trade Drew Holiday. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all tomorrow.